previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. It just suddenly hit me, no one is ever going to want me again. And I was just absolutely devastated until I picked up my whip. Uh, here we go. I didn't <laughs> see that coming. I didn't see sex. that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Until I picked up my whip again. Okay. And I've been in hospital for a long time, so I hadn't picked up my whip for a while. And watching how that piece of nylon moved just triggered something in my brain, and I don't know what it was. <laughs> Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's like a folk band, but with a lot more fiddling. My name is Phoebe Lynch, clean as a whistle. And I'm Miranda Kane, absolutely filthy. (laughs) Do check out our blogs at metro.co.uk, Good Sex, Bad Sex. Coming up, we're chatting to our friend Ethan McCara. Hi, I'm Ethan and I'm a naked cleaner here in London. I'm all for it. Both the naked part and the cleaning part. What is wrong with that? I just don't know why. Well, someone comes around to your house. Yeah. In, well, first of all, someone comes around to your house. That's always nice, isn't it? <laughs> I love visitors. <laughs> That's a good thing. We get so lonely. I do. <laughs> I have to clear the cats away and the gin, but it's fine. Uh, and then there's the cleaning part, yeah. which, you know, like I said, that would be You love to clean? Oh, my God, no. No, oh, no I see, I, I see, yeah, yeah. I bore the hoover. Yeah. Uh, and then, the, I mean, the naked part, I can frankly, I, I can live with or without. It'll be interesting to see what he does whilst he's naked. What he uses to hoover with. <laughs> Let's Where does the duster go? Let's find out. Good sex is feeling like you've known each other forever. Bad sex is meeting up at the family gathering. I am a naked house cleaner, and um, from being a naked house cleaner here in London, I wrote a one-man show about it because it was just the most fascinating thing I'd ever done. I didn't know it at the time, but after I had done it for about two years, I thought, God, I have to write a show about this because I met so many crazy people along the way. Crazy in a good way, not yeah. crazy like, you know, Fred West crazy or something like that. Oh, yeah. come on. Fred had some moments. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Very good build. Oh, my God. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know, it's true. It's he could true. hide those bodies under those floorboards. That's true. Yeah. You know, you casually just said, and I'm a naked cleaner. Yeah. Is that weird? Yeah. How did that happen? Why did that happen? Why did that happen? Well, it happened because I moved from Los Angeles. I'm a American, in case you can't tell. And um, I came to London and I was an actor and a TV presenter there, but I just was so burnt out on that whole place. And I just wanted to do something different here. So I love Oprah. I don't know if you guys love Oprah. Oprah has a magazine. I don't know if you guys are familiar. O Magazine, I ha- my friend had it shipped to me from the United States because you can't really find it here. So it's like, I don't know, it's probably like $1,000 to have it shipped from the States. <laughs> I would get it every month. You know, it's full of great tips on how to live your best life and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so out of the O Magazine, I made the vision board slash mood board slash dream board. You guys know what I'm talking about? <gasps> oh, my God. To find my new true calling yes. here in London. And What was on the dream board? It was a lot of scantily clad people, <laughs> oh. a lot of sexual intrigue. Yeah. Well, me, you know, and Oprah magazine. Yeah. And a lot of clean lines and beautiful homes and elegant candlesticks that no one gives a shit about. Can I swear on this? Yeah. Oh, sure. um, and, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, bookends made out of unicorns, you know, all this bullshit. It, it, absolutely. And I realized that my true calling was naked house cleaning. I just, and I thought, can I make money from this? Can I actually do this? And 
I mean, I basically followed in Oprah's footsteps and became an entrepreneur. Wow. But I want to brag, but you know. Not her exact footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided, hey, let me see if I can do this. Yeah. And I just started putting ads up on this website and I started getting hits and it just took off from there. Was it straight people looking for it? Was it LGBTQ? It was, it it was, mostly, it was mostly gay men. Okay. Yeah, or, well, I say gay men, but it was mostly bisexual slash straight men. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not mostly, but I would say like, that 40%. is such a thing, isn't the it? Trisexuals. Oh, I'm it's, bisexual, it's... honestly. No, you're not, mate. Come Don't on. Speak with your mouth full. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, I 100% believe in bisexuality. 100%. Yeah. I'm no, not. No, no, no. However, if you identify as straight, right? Okay, and you're a straight guy. I don't know. And you hire a naked cleaner yeah. who's a male, that's a much safer way of exploring your bisexuality or your or your gayness than it is to say, like, I don't know, like hire a gay prostitute or an escort or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's like, or going on a date with a guy or something, you know? So you were very much just cleaning their house, but in the buff. Yes, absolutely. Did you actually clean? Oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Those hands oh. have done no work. No, okay, my hands are... I use marigolds. I always wear those gloves when I do dishes because yeah. you just absolutely, you got to protect your skin, you know. But, you know, I wasn't protecting any other part of my body when I was, you know, cleaning people's houses. Did you have an apron on? Never. No. Because it's absolutely naked cleaning 100%. And what were the guys doing? Oh, my God. Were calm they, down, guys. Were they One at a time. watching you? Yes. Or yes. So there was undressed themselves? There was a lot of different, it varied because, I mean, I did this for so long. Well, I mean, I did it over a two-year period. So mm. I had lots of different experiences. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes guys would just... Uh, watch me with all their clothes on and they would just be chit-chatting to me while I was cleaning their entire house naked. I mean, honestly, I say I was not only a naked cleaner and an entertainer, but I was also a therapist because I heard their whole life story. Right. I like to ask a lot of questions like Oprah. Um, and <laughs> Seriously, see? let that go. Yep. And so I would ask a lot of questions to them when I got there. And then they would oftentimes just not ask me much back. So I just kept asking questions. I'd learn about their whole lives and I'd give them advice and support on, you know, how to break up with their girlfriends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no. You know, <laughs> if they were fit. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, but some, yeah, so to answer your question, some guys would, they would be totally right there, fully clothed, watching me. Some, yeah, some would take off a piece of their clothing occasionally. Some would be totally naked. Um, some would, I had one guy who never even watched me. Really? Yeah, that's a, that's a mind fuck. So what did he do? Just stay away out the house or just No, you... he was um, in his living room mm. on his coffee table on his computer. The entire at a camera that's on you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. No, not that I knew about. I mean, it was. I know somebody recently said to me, "Do you think he had cameras in the house?" I'm like, "Stop freaking me out!" You know, like, I don't think so. I can only hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just. I mean, I'd rather have control of my image. Yeah. You know, is that going to? Am I going to be like you know the new Paris Hilton or something? <laughs> you know, I'm not in control of my sex tape. You know, although yeah. it would have just been me cleaning mold off his ceiling. So yeah. it's not oh, that exciting. Yeah, that is specialist. It's very yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's on the most extreme side of that scale? The most extreme, I would say, and I talk about this in my show, is when two clients, two separate clients, um, invited somebody else over when I was there. And I didn't know that that was going to happen. Yeah. So as an, a bad entrepreneur, because that's what I was, I realized, oh, my God, I need to be charging more because yeah. you can't just add people to the party and I don't get paid for it, you know? Yeah. And so that was a little bit unsettling because not that I was, like, scared about the person coming over, but you're, you're sitting there thinking, okay, well, now what's going to happen? I mean, before I felt kind of in control because I would lead the entire thing pretty much. Most people were 
pretty shy when I got there. They kind of had these fantasies, and then I'd show up, and they kind of wilted a little bit. So you yeah. turn up fully clothed, you go to their bedroom? Not even their bedroom. I'd start in the living room. Would when you? someone asked me to start in their bedroom, I freaked out. I immediately, immediately thought penetration. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Now I'm screwed. Like, not in a good way. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I have no problem, like, having sex or whatever, but I was like, oh, I don't, don't make promises you can't keep to people. You know what I mean? Like, d- so I always made a very clear boundary on my ad, no touching. Yeah. I show up, I'm here to clean, you know. And then when I got there, whatever I felt like I wanted to do was totally within my Oh wait, like, how much did you get? In the beginning it was so bad, you guys. I charged thirty an hour. That's so little. I mean oh, really. But I thought I was a real cleaner charge. I thought I was like over Well no, real cleaner. Real cleaner. Don't be so offensive. I know, exactly thank you. I'm so sorry. God damn it. Um God. no. Well real cleaners actually charge more like ten pounds an hour or something like that. So the sick thing is when I was charging thirty, people would try to nickel and dime me down to their no. they'd be like, Well my cleaner and I'm like, yeah, but does your cleaner fucking take off all her clothes? Because I'm sure a lot of the cleaners were women, yeah. you know, and clean your pubes off your toilet. Oh. No. Oh. So, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, so it was 30 and then I upped it to 50. Did you fancy anyone? Did anything ever happen? Oh, yeah. I fancied oh, a God, lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I fancied a lot of people. Absolutely. Because the, the whole range of clients that I had, it really ran the gamut of different people. It really wasn't, I couldn't really put it in one demographic. I mean, I guess I could a little bit, to be honest honest with you it was a lot of older like over 45 kind of repressed bisexual homosexual men beer belly balding that that was that was kind of a big portion but there were a lot of younger dudes there were a lot of um just kind of like i don't know 30 year olds i mean i had some like 22 year olds like 23 like young you know they're very dirty and they and the funny thing about them is they'd be living in a room in a house i'd just be cleaning their room i'm like well oh my god i don't know how long it's gonna take me to clean this single bedroom you know (laughs) like is this really gonna take all day i don't want to step on your stroke oprah's shoes but i'm on in on this hey (laughs) if you want a mucky cow at home (laughs) i hate cleaning it's so boring Oh, do you want me to come over? I'll give you my card. You know how much I charge now. (laughs) Hey, mates rates. I'll give you mates rates. Yeah. Do you think any of them saw it as a submissive thing? Do you think there was anyone? They must have. Yeah, submissive to me or submissive to them? Um, Both. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think the guy who I just told you about who didn't watch me, I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out what the psychology was behind that because I was doing everything in my power to get his attention because I was just getting annoyed after a while. You know, I was like twerking in front of him. You know, he's got his computer wide open i'm and i'm doing the daily dick shake you know i'm doing everything i can possibly do but i think that was really about him sending me a message of like i'm in control here and if i want to look at you i will you know eventually i just gave up and cleaned his refrigerator but which was in a totally different room and he didn't care um but yes i think it was absolutely about um some of it was about power for sure but i also think it flipped the other way a lot of um my clients like i told you guys were um very shy. Mm. And so I think they liked that I would kind of tell them how it was going to work, what we were going to do, you know, that kind of thing. And so your show goes into about how you got people to, how you get people to talk about their fantasies. Exactly. So how did that come about? How did you, are you like the fantasy whisperer? I think so. I mean, you know, I know that's... Jay Cloth in one hand. Exactly. Mr. Muscle in the other. Just of Truth in the other. Exactly. Yep, I've got a sock in the other hand for, you know... (laughs) for their little spank bank or whatever. Yeah. I didn't realize it in the moment, but that's what I discovered after the fact when I started writing the show was how much it really was about um, 
ex- people exploring their fantasies and and how much in our culture and our society that's really frowned upon. And I really kind of started to look at it from a cultural perspective. Um, obviously, I'm American here, living in London in the UK, and there. You know, there's kind of this idea that British people are more buttoned up and reserved than the Americans. Mm. Would you guys agree? Mm. I think the idea, but we're fucking not. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's exactly, exactly. I asked this my question. My beautiful, eloquent colleague yeah. to my left. <laughs> I asked this question in the show. Yeah. I say, you know, I kind of open up to the audience because cause I feel the same way. I do feel like, oh, there's that idea that British people are more reserved and that Americans are more open. But I don't think that's necessarily across the, the board, of course. And, and maybe it's just more British people aren't as forthright with their fantasies. So I did find going to people's houses that I would kind of have to pull it out of them, you know, so to speak. Yeah. So it was, it did become about kind of exploring people's different fantasies, whether that was voyeurism or that was submissive or dominating or whatever it was. And were they coming out to you? Were they coming, like being fairly explicit with you after you you were talking to them? So what kind of things? People would tell me all sorts of shit. I mean, people would go really deep. They would go deep into other fantasies they had with, um, that they had had about um, with past partners, things that they their partners didn't do for them, but they always wanted to do. Um, it usually would start from me asking them, had they ever had a naked cleaner before? Yeah. And most of the time they would say, no. I was always shocked when people had had a naked cleaner before and slightly offended. You yeah, know? This is your I was like, thing. yeah, I was like, who the hell are these guys? You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Muscling in on your turf. That's what I'm saying. You know, we don't have a seminar, you know, to go to us naked cleaners or a convention. You know, how much are you charging? You know, do you wax your balls? You know, we don't have that. You know, where's your union when you need it? That's what I'm saying. Did they know when you were when you were turning up to clean that the the, the fan element was part of the deal in terms they didn't know there was going to be any kind of psychological oh, chit chat no. I didn't even expect that in the beginning I just kind of went and went in with the idea of I love cleaning houses I love being naked and I like sexual intrigue so hey I'm fulfilled so, so it was part of your fantasy yes but I didn't know that at the time that was when I started really writing the show that I really really got down to like the nuts and bolts of it yeah. you know the nuts of it more like it <laughs> and I really kind of started psychoanalyzing myself in it and realizing oh my god like I thought here I was like doing this service for all these people but you know I was like look at me you know I'm cleaning people's houses giving them the time of their lives and I was like oh shit I was having the time of my life and I didn't even realize it at the time I didn't realize how much even though I feel like I'm an open person around sex and fantasy and all that kind of stuff I didn't realize how much I wasn't sharing in my own in my own personal life or how much I was even repressed myself in a lot of ways was it arousing Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean for me really I think what it kind of boiled down to was I liked the A, taboo nature of it. So I loved telling people that I was a naked cleaner, number one, like at parties and that kind of stuff. (laughs) And then I loved also not knowing really anything about my potential clients. I like the idea that they didn't know anything about me. I didn't know anything about them. And that I would show up and... We didn't know what was going to happen. It must have felt a bit dangerous. It did. Yeah. But not, I never, people had asked me before, a lot of women usually ask me, and I get it, weren't you scared about being murdered or, you know, that kind of Fred West thing, you know? Yeah. Just spritz them with some windoline. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you, ever had, have you ever had bleach in your eye? <laughs> 
splash bleach in your eye or your dick hole. Yeah. yeah. That'll kill somebody, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And plus, I wear these crazy rings, as you guys commented on before. So, you know, I'd wear those naked, but with these big rings. So there's a, a lot of pornography online that involves cleaners. So you have the you have the French made cleaners, and I'm sure you get, like, the gay cleaners as well. What do you think it is about it that makes it so sexual and, and makes people want to watch it online? You know, it's a good question. Um, well, it's a gender thing, number one, because you just said the French made thing. And I think it's absolutely fascinating that men often want to see women in those maid roles. Why are they called French maids, by the way? Like all maids <laughs> are just... France? <laughs> are, there, are there maids everywhere? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, okay. Do they look like the yeah. French maids too? Lovely. The, okay. Okay. <laughs> can see you've experienced some. That's where you're history on your browser would go those porn <laughs> sites um so i think men for some reason i don't know the answer but straight guys like seeing women maybe in those more subservient roles i'm not really sure why i don't get it but one of the reasons that i was attracted to my position in all of this is that i was kind of throwing that all in its head because i'm a man and most of my clients were or all my clients were men mm-hmm. and so i like the idea of that kind of gender thing being totally thrown off and i didn't wear a uniform as well where i think maybe some of the french made stuff is about slowly revealing things it's more about like stripping or mm-hmm. about seeing something you're not allowed to really see where the um in my case it really was about hey i'm all out there it's seeing everything right away there's no there's no playing games. There's no reveal. There's no stripping or anything like that. I think that was part of it. I think also um, maybe it is the power structure, too, of, hey, this is, you know, um, you've come into my home and I'm going to tell you what to do and how you're going to clean. Maybe there's a little bit of, like, down on your hands and knees, you know, that that kind of thing, and I'm standing above you. Um, Did you find that people were doing that? That wasn't um, all of my clients, for sure, but a little bit, yeah. I definitely had I had one really aggressive client who absolutely, that was his thing. He was ex-military, and boy, I mean, I was, push, I was doing push-ups. I mean, it was while well, I was, you know, scrubbing. So I think it definitely could be some of that subdom kind of thing yeah. and but I don't know I just think the history of it is so fascinating and the fact you're subverting it and so exactly yeah, yeah. I was kind of getting off on that yeah. it was like it was like a whole like race class gender thing or something <laughs> I know I'm so sick I like totally like made it like I was doing a thesis on did it did anyone something. ever do after you finished cleaning the um, finger along the shelf for the dust oh yeah absolutely <gasps> Ooh, yeah but that. there was never any dust there oh. okay because I am thorough okay <laughs> did any women try and book you did so, Miranda Kane? I know. Does that name ring a bell? Yeah, it does. Um, she went by um, Ms. Kane, you know. Sure. You know That's what Miranda, Miranda, if you're nasty. Yeah. But um, I didn't fall for that trick. Um, Many people have, though. No. Okay, so when I actually started writing the show, I thought to myself, oh, my God, I've never had any uh, female clients. And I really wanted to change that up. So I started posting ads for, for specifically for women, but I just didn't get a response because I think there's something really different. And this becomes a whole like gender thing of a woman asking a stranger to come to their house, whether, whether they're queer or whatever, it's just like a man coming to your house. You don't know who they are. You know, yeah, maybe I'm sending a picture, but it doesn't mean it's me where when it's two men, it just is a different scenario, especially if it was like two you know, queer gay man or something. It's just a totally different situation. Yeah. I just want to sit down and have a glass of wine with you. Like, that would be my... Talk about <laughs> Naked opera. or clothed? Like, yeah, both. Both. Great. <laughs> like, you can be clothed and I'll be naked. <laughs> so it's just like my clients. Yeah. yeah. All right. Come on, Miranda. Get... Come on. Challenge yourself. Can I ask something? Yeah. My drum in my washing machine smells mouldy. <laughs> 
I'm serious. Can you yeah. suggest anything? Well, um, let's see. Um, have you tried any uh, um, vinegar and water? Have you tried to run oh. the cycle alone with some vinegar and no, hot water? That's what I'm going to do. Try that. Try that. I don't. The mold might be tough to get out if you can't get to Just it. Smell. Yeah. Try that. Running the cycle with no clothes in it with vinegar and okay, water. If you, you do need to get scuff marks out, I do yeah. recommend yeah. Um, baking soda, toothpaste, and some Evian water. That takes scuff marks out. Thank just so you. you know. So if you have like if your furniture gets do you have yeah. hardwood floors in your house? Uh, no, no. Okay, well no. that's not useful okay. to you. How about you, Miranda? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to what <laughs> I don't clean, so fuck I know. it. I just <laughs> move house. So you really do need me. <laughs> do. Yeah, you just move house. <laughs> Ew, this is a tip. I'm moving. <laughs> right on right move, you know? <laughs> Spareroom.com. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Shit all for sale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If someone is out there and they've yes. Googled Naked Cleaner and this is how they found yes. our little podcast, is there any tips you would say for what you can do or what you shouldn't do whilst you're, you're naked cleaning? Yes. Maybe ironing? You mean you if knows? someone wants to become a naked cleaner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I'm not going to give them suggestions because <laughs> I don't want them taking my... Oh, are you still naked cleaning? Well, occasionally. I mean, after I've done the show, you know, I've gotten some requests, you know, <laughs> because people get, you know, they, they see me in person, you know, yeah. I tell them my stories. I think it scares people off, actually, because they're like, oh, great, I'll be in your next 10 shows, <laughs> yeah. you know? <laughs> Um, I would say, number one, set your boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's very important. Um, number two, try to use organic cleaning products as much as possible. Um, number three, find out what your clients are into. And when I say into, I mean, what do they prefer seeing on your body when they clean? Because some people are ass people. Some people are, uh, you know, front people. They like to see the, the dick and balls or the fanny, whatever it is, mm -hmm. the boobies. Some people are nipple people, okay? Some people really like nipples. I'm not a nipple person. Aren't so. you? No, no, not at all. Are you guys? Well, I like mine. Yeah. Well, no, I like <laughs> mine too, but I'm not, it's not like some big erotic zone for no. me. Oh, find out what your client's into. Okay. Because there's no use of just wasting your time bending over some credenza mm -hmm. and they don't need they don't want to see your ass, you know? <laughs> they don't want to see that. So it's like find out how close and how far away they want you to be yeah. and, you know, perform accordingly. to Ethan McCara. Oh my God, you've got to check out his show at comingcleantheshow.com. I loved him. Oh, wasn't he great? I really loved him. So how would you feel if your cleaner stripped off that? If it was him, I'd marry the moment. <laughs> You'd marry <laughs> I'd marry the moment. <laughs> I would love it. I kind of liked what he was saying now. Isn't it interesting? He's so... Just the fact that people are sitting there watching him clean and that's their fantasy yeah. and what that means psychologically. And then other people are opening up to him about what their fancies and then the whole show premises on that. I think it's super interesting. I yeah. love the sound of it. Well, should we go to the show? Yeah, definitely. You've invited him to your massive lounge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be cleaning naked, though. I think I'll, <laughs> I'll give that one a miss. How about you? Are you going to give it a go? What? Cleaning naked. No. <laughs> There's not enough Mr. Muscle in the world for that one. <laughs> I'm Miranda Kane. My name's Bibi Lynch. And the Good Sex, Bad Sex podcast was produced by Sam Bonham. Oh, and check out our articles on metro.co.uk. We're writing about all our guests online. We will see you next week. Oh, my God, we've got such a good one. Mm -hmm. 